is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabour. The Meat Improv is, of course, the improv podcast where we bring on comedians to tell true, meaty stories from their lives, and then we do improvisation based on those stories. Um, before we get into it, we have a couple little things to plug. Oh, right. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash the meat. Click support our artists. That'll take you to Amazon. Just shop as normal. We get a little kickback from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could use that money because the other announcement is we're going on tour. Yeah. Um, taking a train from Los Angeles to New York in June. Uh, so right. the details for that are on boardwalkaudio.com slash Meat train? Meat train. <laughs> or the meat train? Oh, God. I think it's meat train. I could easily we're gonna fix this. We're going to disappoint but... <laughs> a lot of internet users. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to go to Phoenix, um, Austin, New Orleans, Chicago, D.C., Philadelphia, and then at the Dell Close Marathon in New York City. So uh, if you're in any of those cities, check there for our venues, showtimes, and maybe even a workshop date. So that's the business up top. But now let's get into what you tuned in for. Uh, we have two very special guests, uh, Seth Morris. Hello. Hello. And Mary Sassen. Hi. Hello. Um, Mary's a returning guest from, I think, episode seven. Very yes. popular story, <laughs> but she knows. <laughs> Come on, Mary, verify, verify it. Uh, uh, where she told a story about her dad's bread conventions. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, one, <laughs> one of the favorites among our listeners. Uh, and Seth was actually one of, my, one of my improv teachers back when I moved to L.A. Early days of UCB, right? Yeah, at least yeah. out here, yeah. yeah. Ten years ago yeah. or so. Uh, <laughs> now I teach 301, Seth. Can you believe yeah. it? <laughs> How is it? Are you are you do you are you rolling your eyes immediately? Or are you still excited? <laughs> I'm still pretty excited. Can you watch Harold's? Uh, I mean, what, like, do you can you do I go to Harold Night and yeah. stuff? I don't really do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, we record this on Mondays, and that's when Harold <laughs> Night is. Um, I can watch Harold's, but yeah. you know, I don't get out there as much as I used to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against it. Uh, I certainly watch enough throughout the week, I'll tell you yeah, that much. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't teach and I can't watch Harold. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, some, it's, it's all right. <laughs> I haven't gotten too jaded just yet. Um, uh, but yeah, since Seth and I also work together uh, at Funny or Die. Mm-hmm. Um, Another back in the early days of Funny or Die. Yeah, mm-hmm. back when it was eight people in a weird... Yeah, bungalow. Like bungalow, yeah, bungalow. We're definitely, we outgrew, we've, I feel like when I was there, it was like the rapid growth. Yeah. And then I left. Yeah. But like, we moved from a bungalow to a big office, and then without, within like six months, outgrew that office. Yeah. But like... You went, okay, so from the bungalow, we went to this weird office that had a slide inside, right? No, it was the one before on that. It was like on Hollywood oh, and right, La Brea. Oh, right, on La Brea. That's right. With like... Uh, right. Two stories. Yeah. For Gary Sanchez and Funny or Die. Yep. What'd you say, Mary? I was asking if the bungalow was the one on La Brea. No, the bungalow was like right mostly like production Boulevard, offices. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'd have to eat lunch on Hollywood Boulevard every day. Yeah. One of my favorite. No, yeah. that part sucked. <laughs> and then did you go to the th- to a third building? I left right before that. Okay. Good for me, too, because I would have had to help with the move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but that was a crazy, a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Uh Especially in the beginning, there when like we were starting to do real productions and yeah. had 
me as the accountant. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were the accountant? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of my big gripes there. And there were certain people, like, I kept telling people, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I was started with me doing expense reports, just faxing receipts of what people had spent. Yeah. Like, once in a while. But then it became, like, the actual production budgets. Oh, man. And I literally, before I left, I actually wasn't planning on leaving right <laughs> at first, but I was, like, still setting up, like, you need an accountant. Please, just trust me. And then... BP Global VR happened. I left. Um, everyone knows what that is. Uh, no, but I I decided to leave like shortly thereafter. And then the people they hired were like, "We need four accountants." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Ha! Yeah. I wasn't just being a complainer. Yeah, I was actually telling you they didn't. This was in the early days. It was like they just didn't quite understand what they had, and then all it was growing really quickly. But like, yeah, as a writer, I'd have to go out and buy costumes. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, find makeup to put on myself yeah yeah (laughs) it really was like a slightly fancier mod team yeah with a barn you could shoot green screen videos in (laughs) hot barn yeah Um, with a dead possum in the wall uh yeah (laughs) but it was uh yeah and then and then pretty immediately like oh we're we're, we can't just outsource the you know we can't have everybody do this stuff like we have to hire a makeup artist and yeah yeah and then i was in charge of accounting doing all that whatever (laughs) it was one of those things where Outgrew it pretty quick, but there were a lot of fun things. Mm-hmm. And one of them I want to talk about for this more for what we we're just talking here in the beginning. Uh, I might move this a little closer to you. Okay. Um, is uh, Seth and I took a trip to DC? Um, sort of a follow up. Well, we, I had gone on another trip to DC, and you made a video called "The Uncler." Yeah. <laughs> uh, based on the wrestler. Yeah. Where your uncle Sam <laughs> sort of given a. Down and out, Uncle Sam, right? Yeah, and it was right around the recession. The economy was the big yeah. story, and it made sense to have S- Uncle Sam as a down and out Mickey Rourke wrestler type character. And it <laughs> yeah. just it synced up kind of miraculously. Yeah. All those different beats. Yeah, um, it was good. You yeah. can catch a little cameo from yours truly there. That's right. <laughs> my, <laughs> the, my back hugging Uncle Sam. <laughs> uh, so then after that, we went to D.C. again. It was sort of a combo thing. I just went through all this with Schultz because we told the story. But we had a D.C. There was a p- Funny or Die party there. Mm-hmm. But also you did interviews with like Helen Thomas and like Helen James Thomas, Carville. James Carville, uh, uh, Carol King. Yeah. Um, um, there was another Luke one. Russert. Luke Russell and Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah. Who was taken over yeah. for Bill O'Reilly, O'Reilly, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I was wildly unqualified to <laughs> yeah. talk to smart people, yeah. let alone political people. But it was just interview them as Uncle Sam and how do you think we're doing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and, a lot of it was like kind of real-ish interviews. Yeah, yeah. and then which I'm sure we'll get to. I was. Real hungover for most of these because of a thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of these interviews, I just was like real smelly and sweaty. <laughs> oh, yeah. One day it was oh, Funny or Die Party. Then we had to go film. Yeah. The other day it was this thing where we're yeah. like, we had somehow we finagled our way, which is how a lot of those Funny or Die stories start. Somehow we finagled our way into going to the White House press correspondence dinner. Yeah. Just the pre party. And then later the post-party, which yeah. we didn't go to. But we got to go to the pre-party. Uh-huh. Wanda Sykes is hosting this thing. 
Right. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was a fancy-ish place. Hotel or yeah. something. Yeah. Wait, so can I ask, did you fly out there for the correspondence dinner or for the interviews? Uh, for the interviews, for the correspondence dinner, for yeah. the Funny or Die party. So it's it was like, like you, you had to package. Yeah, no, Funny or Die was hosting a party. That was part of it, right? And I think we didn't quite have the correspondence stu- dinner stuff figured out. Right. But we did on the fly. Had to run tech tuxes <laughs> while we were there. Yeah. Another thing I had to handle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Seth didn't rent a tux because <laughs> Seth was dressed as Uncle Sam. Yeah, I would just wear these Uncle Sam's. <laughs> This Uncle Sam, which was Owen Burks, by the way. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, two, he used it for some bit, and then I borrowed it. Like it. your ankle show? You're it was a, a decent amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, it wasn't as bad as you would think, um, because it was, yeah, it, it somehow worked. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the pants were sort of short. And then I'll let, because I'm curious what your take is, because I, 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 my take, I don't know if they, they sync up. They probably do. I think they do. Okay. So, so we get we're rent, we rent tuxes. Seth is going to do the red carpet. Uh, I am on a flip cam for this whole trip. Basically, yeah. that's one of my jobs is to run a flip cam. And we're filming him entering the red carpet. People are going crazy. He's, he has. I forgot the part about your pockets being out. But then, by the way, that was all on the fly. Like we, it was one of those things. Like we're going to the White House <laughs> Correspondents Center, and like to do to do what. <laughs> Yeah, like, and it was just sort of like, "Don't worry, it's going to be great," kind of a thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, as I remember, I, it wasn't planned to walk down the red carpet. It was just sort of like, "Oh, you can you can go down there and walk the red carpet." Mm-hmm. And there was no gatekeeper in terms of like a public. Usually, red carpets is a publicist like, "Okay, here's your name," and we go, you know, walk down to the re- the photographers, and it's like it's this guy from this show or whatever yeah but because i was dressed up everybody was kind of like oh, okay go and before i knew it i was going walking down and i don't like to do that stuff anyway but it was like a real kind of like hey like, yeah you're the clown big schmooze it up like a clown like fucking roberto benini you know like hey do a big thing and i did that a little bit and it people took pictures and they're like yeah stop and i emptied out my pockets to show you're like hold up held out my empty pockets like uncle sam is broke and that kind of stuff yeah people take pictures i'll tell you one person that did take pictures <laughs> was me yeah. <laughs> i literally held a flip cam Pointed it at you yeah. <laughs> the whole time, and then at the very end was like, I wasn't recording any of that. Right. Oh, <laughs> Which no. is but by the brutal, way, it's like, what did they Seth? think was good? you were going to get with a flip cam anyway? Like, we were just going to throw that up when Funny or Die? I think the idea with the flip cam was that it was a covert way to film inside this oh, party. Oh, instead thing. of having, like, uh, right. other two directors who, had, who were real directors and right. have had cameras right so it was up to me and i just i just remember it was that's i've done it a few times in my life motherfucker i just fucked this up completely yeah Yeah. i think we could send you back down yeah so anyways i remember that was done and then again i think we're all a little unsure what we're doing here right and immediately our producers start like heads towards like a time magazine party and we're we go in and follow them and i'm i'm following like uh and we get into this party. A producer hops the rope to get into VIP. Right. Which seems like it should be harder than it was, considering who's in the VIP, which I'll tell you in a second. But uh, we... So I sneak in, too. Um, and when I say sneak in, I mean literally just walked over a rope. <laughs> like, the guard was just stupidly facing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a very weird situation. But uh, I, go, I get into the VIP. I, I remember... I just remember, like, getting a drink... Turning around and seeing Steven Spielberg and be like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And then I turned around again to see who he was talking to. And it was George Lucas. And then I was like, 
what the hell am I doing here? And then I ended up talking to Bradley Cooper. I'm just name dropping uh. stuff, but he was nice-ish and mm-hmm. sort of young. But I mean, like the that's that was my like refuge yeah. a little bit because also the people I was there with were off. Absolutely yeah. just schmoozing their faces away. and yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a team effort at that point. Right. My friend Brad, who's still one of my very good friends, I don't think he came in. I think he was on the outskirts, too. Oh, he was? But I don't think he was with you. <laughs> but anyways, at one point I remember looking over, and you had at this point taken your Uncle Sam hat well, off. Well, yeah. Um, and yeah. Also, your Uncle Sam costume did consist of white makeup on your face. Yes. Like we did. On my eyebrows. And... Like you were a little paled out. That's like, right. That's right. And yes. so like, I just, like... And we were we were all sweaty, but like yeah. I just remember looking over at you and being like, "Oh, Seth is pissed off." Yeah, because what happened from my perspective, I, I was just in this big crazy lobby, and then I and I'm like, "Where is everybody?" And I look over, and they're on this VIP section, and they're next to Spielberg and all this stuff. And I start to walk over, and the producer kind of looks over at me like, "Not now," kind of a thing, like, "Be cool." And and I I sort of figured out they must have snuck in, but I was just like. I'm the only person in a costume out here. And there's still like other beautiful, famous people around me. They just weren't in. And I could immediately tell, I'm like, oh, I'm iced out of this. Like, and it wasn't this guy's fault, ultimately. It was just like he was clearly just saw an opportunity and took it. But I was, I felt so fucking dumb. I was so embarrassed. And I took my hat as if that looks less stupid than, <laughs> than the in rest of it. You have your hat on. You're still in costume world. Yes. Without a hat, you're admitting. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm in a costume. And if I was a different person, I could have just been like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just get a drink and." Drink. I but can't I do not, that either. No. no, I felt super dumb and immediately stormed out of there. Like, fuck this, I'm fucking out of here. And I was walking out, and then the security guard was. <laughs> The security guard was like, oh, do you have your pass or something? I'm, I'm leaving. He goes, do you have your pass? And I'm like, I'm leaving. And I'm like, dressed as Uncle Sam. You know, I could have gotten in trouble. I could have, but I was so fucking mad. And then somehow you guys were nice enough. You you bailed too. And my solution was like, I'm just going, I'm going to this bar. I'm getting drunk. Yeah. And I, I, it's, and I didn't even have, I don't know if I had somebody's credit card. I, I might have had a, a funnier or die credit card. I think card. you were going to expense it. No, but when I came, I had a credit card. Okay. And I was going to expense it. Somehow that was my like little childish way to oh we did yeah you went to a whiskey bar i remember because vodka bar because i got this like flight it was like a russian (laughs) and it was like you want all these different kind of vodkas i was like yes interesting okay that's that's different than what i remember but i I trust it was a russian place so that makes sense and uh so schultz and i figure out that like like him and i i don't know this i I wasn't even comfortable in a tuxedo at this party, right. if that tells you how, <laughs> how I'm feeling. That's unlike now. <laughs> now I'd crush He's in it. one right now. Uh, <laughs> you dress no, up you have to dress up for the podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, Schultz and I go and follow you. And yeah, and then we're also like, well, I think we're done for the day. Yeah. So then we're getting drunk uh, at this vodka bar. Then we go back to your friend's house. And I remember, Schultz doesn't remember this part either, but I do. We went yeah. to your friend's house. And we're sitting outside. Uh, and again, drinking more. And it was like, at this point, we're like, we need something to eat. Yeah. Uh, and we ordered some food. And then I start getting texts from our producer who's like, you got to come to the post party and bring the flip cam. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <sighs> and I'm not like, on a scale of one to 10 drunkenness, I'm like 9.8. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, smoking weed, too. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah. Now that I remember that. that yeah. right. uh, and like, so drunk and just. I'm getting told I have to do this, and I'm like, yeah. And Schultz comes with me, and we go 
we leave you. <laughs> we go to this post party, which is at an even fancier place or a fancier part oh, of this hotel. Oh, was that the same night? Yeah, it was the same exact night. Oh. I don't think you came to that at all. Okay. Uh, there was another, there was parties all that weekend. There was so a I party that Funny Night threw at Georgetown. Anyway, right. yeah, which was kind of weird too. But uh, we go to this place and it is like outside of this place there are like press and people trying to get in everyone's like i gotta get in and i'm like i actually do have a way in like Mm -hmm. someone's telling me and eventually they they weren't believing me because i was visibly drunk (laughs) uh and and someone finally came and dragged me and my friend brad in there and i don't remember the order of these things exactly but i i remember i went right to a food table i was like i need something to eat so i started trying to eat these things and i like I I was also drunk, and I leaned on what I thought was a pillar, <laughs> but I leaned on it, and it started moving, and I look up, and it's like a 12-foot-high flower vase or something. It, it was oh, like God. the biggest vase I'd ever seen, but a security guard caught it and like was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> and I grabbed my stuff, met up with my bosses, who immediately were like, okay, well, these guys aren't yeah. coming with us. Uh, Schultz is in charge of babysitting me. And then, I don't know if we told this part, I don't even know if you know this part, but then we got, Schultz and I got in our heads that we were going to steal this bottle of whiskey we saw. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> that said, like, White House Correspondents' Dinner, 2009 or whatever year it was. And, uh, that must have been 2009. Anyways, uh, so we were starting to, like, hatch a plan. We're even, like, just, like, feeling out the bartender, trying to distract him and stuff. <laughs> it doesn't go according to plan. I end up going upstairs. I want a souvenir at this point, and because <laughs> this is bananas. And I I went upstairs and there was like this part of like it was like uh, Qatar Airlines. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, and someone, all I remember is someone came down from this party and flash bulbs everywhere. And I was like, I don't know who this is. It was dressed like in this kind of like the Saudi like uh, oh. gear, like the robe and the hat mm-hmm. with the circle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He was. Uh, I think that's Saudi. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to get... Sorry if that's wrong, listener. Uh, I'm sure you're in trouble with somebody. <laughs> Single listener. Got to be careful. <laughs> Single listener. You envisioned what you thought of. And went, uh, my nephew's going to email me about this. Uh, anyways, but they, I went up to this party. There's like a VIP part. It's for Qatar Airlines. I see a model plane. I'm like, I want that model plane. Oh, God. And I lean against the table like to kind of scope it out. And... Somehow, I'm sure it had to do with me, two glasses fall off the table. (laughs) I look to my left, away from the table, and I make eye contact with none other than hip-hop recording artist Ludacris. (laughs) And then I look to the right, and the bodyguard was still doing something else, and I just grabbed that plane and ran (laughs) the stairs. I still have it. It's in my bedroom. Did Ludacris acknowledge you? Did he do like a, oh, you He was just like, he kind of gave me like a look like... What the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to grab that but plane. But he definitely, he definitely saw me grab the plane and leave. But I figured, like, what's he going to tell? Yeah. No, like, Ludacris isn't going to snitch on you. That was, also part, yeah, that was also kind of part of the plan to steal from there in general, was that, like, who would steal from that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I still have that plane. Uh, That's great. Uh, and then I think we got home that night, and uh, Schultz and I got a noise complaint for wrestling. And I've, I've we had to share hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah. We had to share hotel rooms. I stayed at my friend's house, but yeah. like, people were doubled up. I was with one of the producers. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. always had to share hotel rooms. But I was then, then we had to go do interviews the next day, and I was so fucking hungover. <laughs> oh, and, um, we weren't the only ones. Like talking to James Carvel and just 
sweaty, gross mess. Like, I bet he so, did too. He's like, hey man, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a rough next day. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, that's why I haven't been back there. <laughs> yeah. I like DC too. I think it's a neat town. Oh, yeah. And now I don't want to go. <laughs> you know? But we're going. Oh, that's right. That's right. We're going back for a show. That's great. So don't call the cops on us. Excuse me, sir. In the mm-hmm. Uncle Sam costume, are you lost? You look. <sighs> um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not lost. You're not lost. You... I'm abandoned. Oh. Oh. I came God. out here with friends who you, left me. You just. I came out here. Look like you were crying. You okay? <laughs> no. What's wrong? I got dressed up to do this costume thing with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And they got into a cool party. And they didn't take you? They didn't take me. Well, and they... they're all dressed Absolutely. not in a... Uh, obviously, I'm the only one in a costume. Oh, it wasn't a costume party? No. <laughs> it was a non-costume party, so I couldn't get in. <laughs> oh, you got turned away? I got turned away. They oh. said no costumes. <laughs> oh. oh, God, I'm so sorry. Well, those, those friends sound like real jerks. <sighs> it's fine. I just feel silly. You just feel silly? Yeah, you've been you've been really wailing out here. I, had to, I was putting my son to bed and was, Oh, did I wake up your son? Yeah, you woke up my son. Oh boy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was putting him to sleep and you know reading Goodnight Moon. And all of a sudden I hear what I assume to be a small child crying loudly come outside to see you, a it's, grown man in an Uncle Sam costume. Yeah. Yeah. The no shoes isn't part of the costume. I lost my shoes. You lost your shoes? Yeah, you yeah. P- really dirtied up your feet. Yeah, I got into a kicking match with a valet. A kicking match? Did <laughs> yeah. he win your shoes? Why do you not have shoes? I took him off to kick better. Oh, you should always keep your shoes on to kick. I re- yeah, I realize that now. I look like less of an Uncle Sam. <laughs> or, you know, maybe more... Do I look... I'm trying to now draw less attention to myself. Oh, um, well, you're in a full Stars and Stripe outfit. Well. I, I think, you know, honestly, maybe just cut your losses and go back to, I don't know, did you, are you from Washington, D.C.? or No. <laughs> we took a greyhound out here. A greyhound? <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you, did Dale send you here? Because mm-hmm. I see you're the only guy, other guy in costume. I, yeah. I'm dressed like a big prostate. I'm here for some health fair. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I got the address right. <laughs> You're like a fucking idiot, though. Oh, my God. First of all, people think I'm a berry, and I have to explain I'm here for (laughs) Prostate Health Month. Yeah. Well, don't try... Yeah. Dale sent me here, but we were supposed to do a thing earlier. Wait, hold on. Dale sent you both to my house? (laughs) Wait a minute. How do you know Dale? (laughs) Well, Dale's my best buddy. (laughs) So the common denominator here is Dale. Dale. Oh, that son of a bitch. You don't think it's because I stole this casserole recipe, do you? Did you guys do something to irk Dale? Well, yeah, I stole as I stole a casserole dish he had. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was probably my recipe. How did you like it? It was excellent. Thank you. Yeah. What did you do to irk Dale? I took his casserole napkins. Oh my goodness, those were good napkins. They were great napkins. I couldn't help myself. Oh, <laughs> payback's a bitch. But you're here for <laughs> prostate health. 
Yeah, he convention? said he said I can make a little bit extra money. It's, believe me, it's not my thing. I have learned a lot of interesting things about the prostate. It's That's a spongy it. membrane located just uh, underneath the vas deferens. <laughs> okay. It can actually get infected from uh, you know Ooh. different kinds kinds of things. That, and from massage. what things? What things? Well, you can do it from riding bikes, from smoking cigarettes, uh, too much alcohol, too much caffeine. Wow. And the thing is, it's such a porous uh, membrane. It's about the size of a walnut, and it uh, uh, t- t- it's really hard to get that infection out of there. Yeah, I imagine. How do you know if it's infected? Do you It'll... think... Sounds like you think yours might be infected. I don't know. I do enjoy a cigarette on a bicycle. I mean, it hurts. It feels like you got kicked in the balls the day before. That's what it feels like. Oh, that's going to be tough to figure out if it's from getting kicked oh, you, in the balls. Did you say you were in a kicking match? <laughs> yeah, because you were in a kicking oh. match. I was in a kicking match. I would match wait for, to, for science to make everything you know all equal. I'd wait a couple of days before you really thought about your prostate, maybe. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you there because of the stuff that I've learned. It's never too soon to start thinking about your prostate. So Let me you- see here. Oh, gosh. We got Uncle Sam set a, a berry. Uh, um, never mind. Um, let me guess. Are you, I can't be in the... I, did Dale send you here? Yes. Uh, he just yeah. told me to get a tattoo that said, I'm an asshole, right on my forehead. And, and you, you went? He did? <laughs> well, he said it was... He said there'd be... Uh, that it would be part of like a cool reality show slash uh, oh, okay. party. And Don't I could, did you ever cross Dale? What's that? Did you ever like piss him off or irk him? Some I did once get my fingers in a, in his casserole. Oh, oh my goodness! <clears throat> Is it really all? What hmm? What did he tell you guys? Is there a reality show? Are you guys also on the show? Or well, I just live here. She people have you. been sent here. You got you came here to get. I love. Yeah, assholes? I think this what? Is, what is the. <laughs> You got you just randomly you got a phone call and said and then somebody said get a was it it's on your forehead yeah says I, I so you I got the something. tattoo I did get the tattoo the, he said the reality show was for people oh. that uh, had regrettable tattoos oh. Uh, oh and to get a tattoo to get one to be on it yeah I I'm sort of a, what they call a social media influencer. <laughs> Uh, oh. So whatever I can do to extend gross. my brand, what? It's not gross. It is gross. Uh, I have six hundred Instagram followers. Oh, Whoa. that's not even and that I, many. Not what's that? That's not that's that not even that many. Uh, it's more than anyone in my family. Okay, yes. sure. sure. If no one in my family could read, and I can read Cat in the Hat, that doesn't mean I'm a great reader. In my family, that would mean you're an excellent <laughs> reader. Okay, well you missed the point. <laughs> All right. Uh, and that's costume parties, I guess. <laughs> uh, Mary, <clears throat> would uh, you're up first with the stories. Sure, uh, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what would you like to talk about today? Um, so this is the story, um, and the first half of the story is going to explain why I was... It's basically the story of uh, why, in some part, why I had... I don't want to give anything away, but... Uh, how I ended up living at the Dunes Inn on Sunset Boulevard for six months. Oh, yes. I'm, um, I'm a little familiar with this. Not totally, though. Um, so I'll fill in some of the details. Great. Um, so I'm trying to remember the timeline of this. It probably would have been around... Well, I, I guess it starts. In 2010, I moved to Los Angeles, and I moved into what is a triplex. So it's a house with three units, and mm-hmm. it all looks like one big house, but it had three units, and we were in the back, and I lived with uh, Mono Gapian and Betsy Sidaro. Um, and I moved in there, and they had just moved in there, too. Um, everything seemed normal. Uh, and then the middle neighbor, because there's a house in the... We were the house in the back, there's a house in the front. And then the house in the middle 
um, was this lady who, like, she seemed kind of, she was older, probably, like, late 30s, but she seemed nice at first. And she had this live-in boyfriend who I think lived there, or maybe he just was staying over a lot. And she, like, was really into cats. And she used to leave out cat food at the night for these cats, because she considered all these, like, feral cats Mm -hmm. that she was uh, collecting hers. And she would leave these food out at night, and, like, it ended up, like, attracting a lot of, like, skunks and raccoons. (laughs) So I, like, politely one time was just like, hey, like, when I, like, saw her, I was like, hey, can you not leave out food overnight? If you want to leave it out during the day for these cats, sure, fine, whatever. But I think you're attracting, like, skunks and raccoons, and they're, like, stinking up, like, the area. So, like, please don't do that. And she, like, looked at me like I was a lunatic and was like, well, skunks are native to here, so it's just kind of the thing. It's nothing I can do about it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we tried. (laughs) And she just, they both, like, increasingly just got, like, crazier and crazier and like they kind of just put upon more rules and we found out from our landlords that they had been living there for 14 years and they our landlords hated them and Mm. was like we're trying to get them kicked out but in los angeles it's very difficult to evict Mm -hmm. like a your tenant so things were getting like worse and worse and like uh we would do like improv practices in that back house and she was getting very crazy one time the improv team bangering practice there and then they were walking up to Franklin and she chased them down the driveway and was like, you fucking bitches, fuck you, fuck you, get back out here, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, what are you doing? And just like being insane. Like quickly it kind of got to that. She called the police on us so many times. Like sometimes we'd just be hanging out in our living room and the police would come and literally be like, oh, you guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> this person's calling, the, the, you, uh, the police got called on you for a noise complaint. Um, but it doesn't feel like you're doing anything. I guess just like keep it down or whatever. Is this the place where some of them still live? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mom and Betsy still live there. Gotcha. I can never figure out how that place is divided. Anyway, uh, not that uh, that's I interesting to the later, listener. But, um, but. <laughs> so then, like, it got more and more gets intense, whatever. One night, she, then she like got this idea in her head. We had this white gate that separated like the front of the driveway to the back of the driveway. And this gate had bars that were like easily like seven inches apart. Uh-huh. So like an animal could get through them. But she had this big thing where like she would wanted us to close the gate all the time. And sometimes we would kind of start closing the gate to go back to our house and it wouldn't close all the way. One time like the day before Christmas I like went through and didn't close the gate and she was like, close the gate, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and oh I was like, gosh. Merry Christmas. Like it was intense. And then she put up <laughs> oh don't worry just my plumbing <laughs> she put up a security camera on the gate to make oh sure everything God. was okay and then one night betsy i guess like came home drunk didn't close the gate and <laughs> the next morning i was like uh i went outside i don't know how to like do something to get something from my car or whatever but i see one of her feral cats dead on the front lawn <gasps> And what had happened was, I guess, a coyote had gotten through the area and gotten oh, one of no. her, by her own admission, a feral cat mm-hmm. and killed it. So I saw that and I was like, I'm not doing anything about that. I went, to the, I went back to our place or whatever. And then like a half an hour later, she starts pounding on the door. And she was like, I need you to come outside. Okay. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I go out with her and she's like, look at it look at that cat! And I was like, I'm, I'm sincerely sorry. 
I'm very sorry that this happened. I'm sorry that your cat died. And, he, and then she was like, I fucking know who did it. I can tell by that tape. It was your like roommate, Betsy. She did it. And I was like, I'm sure it was an accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> One of the sweetest people around. Yes. <laughs> so then they really went out the deep end. They went to UCB Franklin and they go, they're like, One of your, they found, what? they talked to Cody and they were like, One of your performers killed my cat oh my god and cody was like i don't think any of my performers would do that she was calling she called the new york office to she requested to speak to amy poehler (laughs) to say that one of uh that betsy killed her cat (laughs) somehow like i guess because she's calling his office like uh matt besser and like uh matt walsh like stopped betsy and were like before an ass cat was like hey what's going on with your neighbor and she's like i'm so sorry i don't know what's going on so it was this whole thing, and it was insane. And she was like, at the time, Betsy had just gotten on this NBC show, and this person had written in a comment section, that girl with the bun killed my cat. Okay. Like, it was Whoa. insane. So then we were like, this is insane. These people are harassing us. What are we supposed to do? And our landlords were like, if you can find a way to get them out of here, I would love to get them out of here. We fucking hate them. So then one Friday night, Drew Tarver and Mono were like listening to music loudly before they're going to go out. And... Bill, her boyfriend, comes down and like bangs on the door and goes like, shut that the fuck off. And Mono was like, no, it's 8 p.m. on a Friday. We're not shutting it off. We're going to be gone in a half an hour. It's all right to listen to music on a Friday night. It is not that late. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. And he slams the door in his face. And Bill, there's like a window right next to our door. Bill slammed his fist on it and it shattered. So <clears> then they were like, holy fuck, this is insane. They called the police and it felt like enough of something. Like our landlord literally came, I came home to the police at our house just like looking at it or whatever and then our landlord pulled up and was like, this is fucking great. This is what's going to get them out of here. This is amazing. So then they like petitioned to get them out and we had to go down to court to testify against them. Me, Mono, Betsy, and Drew and get like sworn in and even though like I was under no legal trouble. Like, I was on the stand, and it's like, it feels scary to, like, be in a courtroom. Yeah. Um, and at one point, they were like, uh, is there anything that, like, what kinds of things have they done to, like, make it a un, like, not safe, but, like, a, uh, I don't want to say fun, but unfun place to live there. And I was like, well, there's a small patch of concrete in the back that I like to do circuits and jump rope, and sometimes I'll, like, do, like, ab stuff. And when I lay down a towel, every time when I pick up that towel, I smell like pee. And it's because they're feral cats. And then under my breath, which is somewhere in record, I go, I should probably stop doing that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why am I so many times sitting at cat pee? Like, <laughs> that's on them, but also I'm an idiot. <laughs> so the jury ruled in their favor, which was insane. They came home that day and they were like, they're like, we won. All right. Welcome home. And we oh, were like, no. at this point, we were like, if they're going to stay, we got to go. Because Betsy is like, they would walk down the driveway and just like whisper things in her ear and like, you fucking bitch, you ugly fucking bitch or whatever. They were insane. Holy and so we're like, well, then we're going to leave. Wow. Then the judge was like, somehow was like, oh, well, that's insane. And he reversed the ruling. <laughs> so then we were like, great, they're going. But somehow they're like, they didn't have jobs. So like her last ditch thing was that she alerted the housing department that that three triplex place was not zoned to be three units it was zoned to be one unit and they had done like they bought it as is and they like 30 years ago and they never rezoned it to be three units okay 
So they were like, well, you guys have to move out because we have to do repairs on this place to get it up to code to sell it for three people. And they own the Dunes Inn, these landlords. Um, <laughs> so they were like, why don't you move into the Dunes Inn and it'll be a month tops. You guys will live in the Dunes Inn. It'll be a month. And then you'll move back in. And we were like, sure. And at first, this guy wanted me and Betsy to share a room. And I was like, he's like, you know, girls, they love sharing rooms. Why don't you share a room? He's Armenian. And I was like, John, I'm not fucking sharing a room with Betsy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I pay for my own room at this place. Give me my own room. Yeah, of course. Um, we ended up staying at the Dunes Inn for six months. No. <laughs> and the, we, the vibe of that place is like motel. Yes, it's strictly motel. It was a lot of foreigners who I think got tricked because they saw su- like Sunset Boulevard and they were like, mm-hmm. we've heard of that in songs. Yeah. So we were there for so long. So that brings us to why I was living in a hotel. Or motel or whatever you want to call it. So uh, one night uh, I get this text like late at night, like 11 p.m. from this guy friend of mine. And it just says like, you up. And I was like, oh, that's weird. That's like cartoon, like hookup language. And I just started dating this guy. And so I was like, you know how when you're like dating someone, you're just like a little too confident. <laughs> you just like think everyone could be yours. So I was like, uh oh, this close friend of mine thinks that the ship's about to sail and he's trying to like he's trying to make a move (laughs) and so i was like i was just like oh no i'm going to sleep and then the next day he's like hey do you want to go out to dinner and i was like again being too confident was like oh god here we go so and so's in love with me and i'm gonna have to really like put him in his place whatever so he comes to the motel and he's like let's go out to dinner and i was like okay and i was like let's ask mono to come because i was a mutual friend he's like no let's not ask him and again i'm like Oh boy, oh boy. This, this guy wants it bad. <laughs> so he goes, can I use your bathroom first? Let's go, can I go up to your room and use your bathroom? And I was like, here we go. So I go up there, he goes to the bathroom. And in my head, I'm planning how to be like, look, I'm sorry you fell in love with me, but I'm dating this guy. I can't. He comes out and sits down, and he's very nervous. And he was like, hey, um... I uh, just uh, wanted to tell you um, that, and I'm like, here we go. And he goes, I'm gay. <laughs> and it was Drew Tarber. <laughs> oh, God. And that's how he came out to me. But in my mind, I was like, here we go. Uh, Drew really Tarber's in love with me, and I got to break his heart. <laughs> and he was like, I'm gay. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, congratulations. That's great. Oh, that's um, thing, but I was relieved that it happened but so embarrassed that my mind immediately went to like another guy fell in love with me <laughs> uh, awesome. how did so the you went to the hotel where they like restructured the zoning thing is that the idea they had to do construction but all construction takes longer okay than you would think because also like they yes. had to wait for the la department of housing to okay plans and blueprints yeah. and all kinds of different stuff so it was like it was literally six months and we had a mini fridge and I brought a coffee pot from home, but I like almost literally ate rice cakes with peanut butter and bananas for oh, no. six months because I didn't want to eat out every single night. Yeah. But we didn't have like a microwave or anything. And it was just like. And they every- weren't charging you rent, right? Well, they, at first they wanted to charge us half rent. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, come on. And then when we went to go sign the document, I was like, hey, John, this document says at no cost to us. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I, was like, I want to not pay rent. <laughs> he was like, 
Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like other, like Betsy and Steve Slaga and Mark Rennie also, because they were in the oh, yeah. front of the house, they also stayed at the Dunes Inn. So it was me, Mono, Betsy, Mark, and Steve Slaga all staying at the Dunes Inn for six months. And it <laughs> wow. was like, it was so weird because I would be like, be like, oh, I'll come pick you up. And they're like, where are you? It's like, oh, the Dunes Inn on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> and then when they told me it used to be Sunset was opening up right there, I remember being like, that's a terrible fucking neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I'm talking Um, hey Mary, uh, we got the link uh, to your um, short film on Vimeo. We yeah. thought it's extraordinary. Oh, uh, thank you. We'd love. We're, re- we're really interested. We've got some in- some investors and great, some great. production companies. Uh, one thing troubled us. There was a comment on the video page. Oh, that said the filmmaker killed my cat. Oh, uh, well that. I mean uh, that sounds insane. I mean, I it does. I didn't kill anybody's cat. You can you can invest in this film, and you should know that there will be no kind of uh, uh, controversy. I did not kill anybody's cat. I may have led, done something that led to the death of a cat. Oh, in all honesty, oh boy, oh boy. Um, but but it's, it really wasn't my fault, and my neighbor was being insane, and it's not anything I did. Okay. Um, well, I suppose as long as it wasn't some like carelessness, like leaving a gate open or <laughs> something to that effect, we just here at Bad Robot don't want to be associated with any carelessness. <laughs> but please tell J.J. Abrams himself that he's a. I don't know if you know, he's got a big heart for cats. Oh. Uh, um, well, me too, honestly. And when it happened, I felt terrible. But was it a gate incident? It was a gate incident. Ugh. But at the hey, same Mar- I'm so sorry to interrupt, Mark. Yeah. I just want to let you know JJ's really upset. Oh, no. Somebody moved his Japanese toys. <gasps> what? You know, those, those hard to find Japanese yeah. toys with the big. Somebody, I guess, was moving it or something, and he apparently knows. So I just want to let you know that he's a little bit. Ugh. A little teed off. Okay. Sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Oh, my God. Maybe we can just like let's maybe we can I, meet again another time. I if if JJ Abrams is like in a weird headspace, I do I don't really want yeah, to meet him under I these. I mean, I've got to pine for my job. I move those toys. <laughs> you move those toys? Yeah. I, well, look, hey, 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 listen. Yeah. You and me may have some kind of understanding. Maybe I. Okay. What do you think he's more mad about? That I killed a cat, or that you moved those toys? I hate. Was probably m- more mad about the toys. Honestly, I'm in. Honestly, I'm in over my head. At this if point. I find a way to take the fall for those toys, will you find a way to take the fall for that cat I most surely murdered? <laughs> okay, so to be clear, you murdered that cat. I murdered that cat. Cold blood. I okay. left that gate. Wide. We got her. <laughs> oh, hi, hi. This was his thing. That's the walls right. come down. <laughs> I'm J.J. Abrams, producer. <laughs> And private sleuth. Are you this like a to catch a predator type thing? Except to catch a cat killer. Motherfucker, you piece of shit. Mark oh, excellent idea you about this. Thank you. Oh, you piece of shit. Hey, don't put that. That blood's not on my hands. Feral cats are everybody's. You know what, JJ Abrams? If I'm going down, I'm going down. Babe. Don't you? What's <laughs> first off? I did kill that cat, and it's insane that you're using this much of your time and energy to try to catch me. 
Second half, this motherfucker moved your Japanese toys. No, was that was part of the ruse. <laughs> oh. You didn't hear me just congratulate him oh. for coming up with the idea. Oh. We got to the set of Star Wars. JJ, finally. Uh, where have you been? <sighs> I was on a tough case. <laughs> what do you mean, a case? Well. We're doing the third new Star Wars Captain movie. Captain Wiggles was dead on arrival when he got to, to my office, and I, I had to retrace the steps and create this very elaborate scenario. And I'll be honest, I probably I spent more time than I should on walls that collapse when I come into the room. But I thought I would make a dramatic verdict of somebody catching in all the walls, all four walls. Mr. Abrams, Mr. Abrams, I need help. Please, my cat Snowflake, he's gone missing. Please help me. We're just going to have to hold on this. <laughs> we got Harrison Ford sitting around all all week. Oh, like Harrison Wait. Ford has anything else to do. Movie roles aren't exactly rolling in for that man. You kidding me? He could do a sequel of anything he wanted. Oh, he could do a sequel, but he isn't. My cat is gone. Cut to JJ on the case. He's at a bar. Yeah, I may have seen that cat. What's it to you? Uh, well, uh... <laughs> Uh, no, just uh, just uh, wondering, you know, if you saw anybody near that cat. Yeah, I saw some. I saw somebody feeding that cat a bowl of milk. Can I but be I honest? Hold, can I be honest? Yeah. Let, let me take off these glasses and this mustache. It's me, J.J. Abrams. The bar oh, falls God. to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Wait. What? Was that too early, boss? That was too early. <laughs> How long this has this been the moment? I've been working here for years. Uh, yes, this was an elaborate ruse. <laughs> I swear to tell the whole truth. Nothing but the truth, so help me God. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so I have a few complaints. Um, I'll just start talking, I guess. First and foremost, thank you for just taking the lead (laughs) on this. Yeah, well, uh, before we get into anything, I just want to say, yeah, my neighbor and I have had some disputes um, in the past. Um, uh, For instance... uh, Every time I think that they left me a treat outside my door in the form of a bag, it, it's, I think it's in a bag, I think it must be a treat, I reach my hand in there blindly, I reach in, it's their dog's crap. So, um, and is this uh, on, sorry, I'm to So that's my first and foremost complaint. I know this is about, um, you want me to testify about a, whatever, some, yeah, some numerous fight. Complaints. Yeah, uh, but that's the first one. When is you that, say you're stoop, do you mean you're stoop or do you mean the garbage cans outside your house? It's a garbage can right by my stoop. Gotcha. Uh, but it does, it, it's in a neatly folded brown bag, which I feel like... Reads treat. Reads treat. take the from, lid off the garbage can, reach your hand into the garbage can, grab a bag that, so, that says treat or looks like a treat? It looks like it has treats in it. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife says, Roger, don't... I can speak for myself. (laughs) Thank you. I say, Roger, just because it looks appetizing doesn't mean it's a treat. And thank you for promising to tell the truth without being sworn in, Roger. You're welcome. Well, my word should be bond. Hmm. (sighs) I'm from the Midwest. Oh. Oh. She will never not bring that up. We do things differently there. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So so anyways, I guess part of that could be me, but also... Don't leave treat-looking bags outside my door if you don't want me to get my hands covered in shit trying to trying to touch them. So and this has happened how many times? Probably fifty. <laughs> in his defense, I always tell him it could be different this time. Do you generally leave treats around for your husband in bags? When I do leave treats, they often are in brown paper bags. Okay, okay, okay. 
It's a Midwest thing. We call them sacks. Oh, yeah. Like we a also sack call wood. a water fountain a bubbler. That is quaint. Because okay. it bubbles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I will say for my client, we are not here to blame my client. We are here to hear about a fight that happened mm-hmm. between my client and the neighbors. Okay. Okay. I'll take some questions. <laughs> Once. Uh, is there. Have you. Yeah, I've loved to up the subject Q and A. Is this how well, court no. works? No, I'm from the Midwest. I thought that I, I was. <laughs> I, well, I would love to cross examine. In the Midwest, they just settle it out in the backyard, right? Like gentlemen, men, I, and women. I have to admit, I but, am not too prepared. But you're my. Okay, okay. I thought I would have mentioned I'm from the Midwest too, and I thought I'd be honest. Okay, well, stop you're it. You're from the Midwest too. I'm from the Midwest. Oh, don't you hate it how people call soda Coke and not pop? Yes, it's I absolutely pop. hate that. It is pop. Yeah. In Atlanta, they'll just call everything Coke. Mm-hmm. Other places, yeah. I'm Can we get you. to the thing? My neighbor punched me in the face. Okay. okay My upstairs neighbor punched me in the okay, face. Okay, let's get I to went, that. How did that, that happen? Right, right, please. Would you go over that day? Sorry. Well, I often uh, knock on the neighbor's door because mm-hmm. they are listening to podcasts at an unspeakable volume. Basie podcasts. Basie podcasts. <laughs> Very bassy. We're talking, uh, yeah, like almost sexy sounding podcast. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I knock on their door and I say, please turn it down. Uh, they say, it's seven o'clock on a Tuesday night. We'll do whatever we want. And if you come back here, we'll punch you in the face. Uh, uh, if you step back into my property, we'll punch you in the face. So I go back downstairs. Well, basically, and I in came his back defense, up. I often say, maybe it'll be different this time. Maybe they won't punch you in the face. But he is a creature of habit. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> So I went back upstairs and knocked, and what I could only guess was some kind of Star Wars podcast with James Earl Jones. That's how bassy it was. Now, uh, to be... To act- be sh- oh, go, go ahead. I I'm was going to say, when you're hearing these sounds, mm-hmm. what makes you think they are a podcast and not the tender lovemaking of your, your neighbors? Hmm. Well, they change all the time. I don't think they're... Because, you know, it'll, it'll be like a real... It'll be like a stuff you should know uh, um, or things you missed in history class turned up. You know, I, I hear the titles. Gotcha, gotcha. Because mm-hmm. it's also... So either that or they're just really informative lovemakers. They're talking about <laughs> things like the history of the radio in America while they're yeah. having sex, which, I, I mean, they could be doing. They could be, but that's probably more crazy. I, I, I think it's all crazy. You tried living a day in my apartment with those kind of upstairs neighbors. And so one day you did knock on their door, and yep. just as promised... I was punched in the face. You got punched in the face. Uh, which I think qualifies as, as assault, right? Mm. Um, well, but, the jury will determine if it does. Well, we had to bring charges before the jury could come in. So, so yes, you know is, how court works? It is assault. <laughs> huh? I'm you from, know how court I'm works? I'm from the Northeast. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, ooh, well, no, yeah, a okay. bunch of idiots over there. <laughs> Northeast. Well, then you'll appreciate this. This is something I learned from the Upstairs Neighbors podcast. Marconi originally invented the radio, but then Thomas Edison stole the pen. Yeah. Okay, we'll have no sexy talk going on. (laughs) Well, so you you understand how I could be confused with podcasts and lovemaking? Yeah, uh, my wife would. If she were here to testify, she'd say nothing gets us in the mood more than some history of radio or things you didn't know. But I'm not on trial here. God damn it, I broke my phone. What happened? I put it in my back pocket and sat down pretty hard. Uh, I broke my phone. We'll be suing Apple about that. We will be suing Apple about that.
yeah, so uh, you, you're here to look at the apartment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, if you come right in through, uh, come up these stairs. Okay. Come up these stairs. Um, these are, oh, wow, these stairs take a weird turn. Is this like an add-on, this part? Uh, it's Is just, this like the original stairs, or they built on later? Or? It's sort of, it's, it's, we've kind of been adding as we go, oh. I'd adding say. Adding as we go, okay. Uh, yeah, um, these are all... These are your neighboring units. Okay. People okay. be coming and go as they wish there. And here you are, room 317. Um, there it is. So it's, yeah, it's a one bedroom. Uh, there's two queen-size beds in here. Okay. There is no smoking allowed. Right. Um, Wait, are you showing us a house or did... <coughs> you brought us to a hotel room. What's that? This isn't a one-bedroom. This is a hotel room. It's a one-bedroom house, apartment. It's an apartment, but it is kind of like a penthouse type situation. Uh, well, that's kind of nice, the, a penthouse. Yeah, I mean, you're on the end here. You've got nice window Can views. I have a moment with my husband? Sure, if you like, yeah. Honey. I'll go into the spacious bathroom. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Honey, what kind of house? I guess it could be a studio, but this is clearly an apartment. I don't know. He seems like an honest guy. Why would he? It is clearly an apartment. You got it right. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly a hotel. When we walked through the lobby, they told us about the Continental Breakfast. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't mean, who knows what kind of, maybe that's just... What apartment complex is a Continental Breakfast? I don't know. I'm not a hipster. Maybe that's the thing these days. This hotel sucks, Barry. You can hear the people through the walls. See? He might be ironic. I don't know what hipsters do. You, he might can, be saying- you cannot use the... The defense, you are not a hipster for everything you don't know. Well, it applies to so many things. Oh, my goodness. I don't think it's as big of a counterculture as you think. It's huge. Are you kidding? Those, they're called influencers for a reason. Oh, that's two separate things. And if anything, now people just call hipsters anybody who's under 35. you who? Uh, I should mention, I was just reminded in the bathroom, this place comes with towels. Comes oh, with towels. Comes with towels, um, bath mats, little soaps, um... Don't go nuts on the soaps, though. Don't go we nuts ask, on the soaps. Well, you just ask that you use them all the way down and don't take housekeeping. any. Housekeeping. <laughs> oh, Ooh, what's we that? Got a housekeeper. Ooh la la. This is. May I ask? Um, hi. What is hi. your name? Uh, Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Hi. Will we be paying by the month or by the day? For the, for the apartment. For the. You'll be paying. By the month, but I will be. You'll pay once a month. Mm-hmm. Up front, right? Like an apartment. Yeah. It's not weird. Okay. Uh, um, but I w- it is a daily rate of uh, $80 a night. And may I ask yeah. a question? Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about expensive coffee and oh, tight God. jeans? <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, they're great. Okay, oh, God. Okay. You play right into his hands. All right. We had some baggy jean people uh, living in here before, and it uh-huh. was a real... A real nightmare, well, but that yeah, feels like it's you know bordering towards racism. What do you mean, baggy jean people? I just means it just means people that have baggy jeans. Okay, well maybe I overstepped my boundaries. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, um, sorry about my wife. She's not that cool. Yeah. Hey, that's a cool shirt. Oh, thanks. Is that uh, that's you're into? You like uh, Vampire Weekend? Is that the yeah, deal? yeah, not very cool. You'll get a, you'll. And get do you crazy. genuinely like that band, or do you like things ironically? Hmm. Um, I like most, I like, I just, <clears throat> I wait to hear the verdict. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, these people may be hipsters, but they are for sure making us move into a holiday inn. 
It, what, I'm sorry, what? Well, here's what I'll say. There is a large sign outside our window that says Holiday Inn. Is that there because this is a Holiday Inn or because somebody thought it was kitsch? <clears throat> and you'll notice I didn't ask because I think it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and it is awesome. You're right to ask that. Oh, you think every time... You think signs mean everything? You're such a conformist. Do I think signs mean <laughs> everything? Yeah, you think you signs mean that, everything. Honey. I don't know if <laughs> Listen, I deserve it's like when that. I wore that bowling shirt. You mind giving me Ed. My name's not Ed, and I don't bowl. She just she doesn't get things. Yeah, I mean, you just wear a shirt named Ed. Yeah. I'd love you to know give what? I nuts. think... Yeah. Boom. I think you do get hipster culture. <laughs> well, I'm trying. If, if I do, it's because I work so hard on it. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to watch pornography, uh, it's only twenty dollars a video. <laughs> have you, now hold on. Have you ever gone and visited an apartment and they said, "Oh, by the way, apropos of nothing, so do you want to watch pornography?" Well, only because I never go out and have fun anymore. I don't know. You don't go out and have fun anymore, sir. I don't mean to overstep my bounds, but your wife doesn't seem to have a very healthy attitude towards sex, or you she doesn't seem to be a very sex positive said? person. Oh, we, I, a pornography comes with the apartment is a big problem. How can pornography? I, I Come with yeah. an apartment. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Dad, Jeez. come on. Anyways, do we have whatever three, you want hey, with this? Excuse me. Do we have three channels and HBO? Uh, you have six channels and HBO. Uh, and if you want to upgrade that, too bad. <laughs> too bad. We cut to the, this couple uh, showing a guy around their apartment. <laughs> so, huh? This is an Airbnb, huh? Yeah. 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 This is. Oh, uh, don't step cool. on my arcade fire poster. <laughs> Please, he keeps them on the ground. I so keep them on the ground. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, why? someone may it's not bring so it up. It's just so random. Everybody puts them on the wall. I'm like, why not? Cool, oh, cool. God. This is cool. Yeah. So I, this I is was, where you'll be staying. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't want to stay in some dingy hotel, so Absolutely. I figured I'd get an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This cool, is cool, great. Cool. Um, now, do I bring my own pornography, or is it supplied by the? Place? Funny, you should ask. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we didn't bring it up earlier. Pornography is supplied by this Airbnb. Great, great, yeah. great. And there's also a fun channel. It's so random. It just says uh, things that are fun to do in this city. <laughs> it's so random. Yeah. Specifically um, near this Airbnb. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, we don't fantastic. produce it, but it is on the TV. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. God damn it, Dale. <laughs> there's an Airbnb next door. They're fully gentrifying this place. <laughs> is that Dale? <laughs> Sorry, those Dale? are some baggy pants people at the <laughs> store. I'm just trying to say because I wronged Dale a while ago. Is he going to be a problem if I'm here? Well, I'll tell you what, he's caused me nothing but trouble. <laughs> Have you seen my casserole recipe? <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Where's my fucking casserole? Get in the bathroom. Get in the bathroom. Dale, put the knife down. No, no, you took it. You took it. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's the sound of a knife going into flesh. Oh god, I know that sound. I used to be a nurse, and I saw a lot of stabbings. Cut to nurse school. Okay, so we're just going to go over what the sounds of different wounds make. So great. In case you're not near it or you just want to have to empathize with a patient, you can have a better idea of what it sounds like. So I'll make a sound, and you, you guys tell me what, what wound that is. Okay, that. you're making it about me, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> we brought, yeah, we brought you in. We were going to pay you How bad is this going to be? I do need money. I signed up for this. Well, you don't have insurance, and this is a way to pay for treatment. Yeah, so you yeah. can help educate some of these student nurses. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. There's four more nurses here. Can you guys also thank you? Hi. Thank you. I heard okay. two. Hi. That's thank you. Great. <laughs> two of them are twins. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the first sound. Um, I'm going to close my eyes so I can hear yeah, better. Yeah, just close your eyes. 
Oh, that, that is was... someone breaking a bone in half. That's close. No, no, that's somebody stepping on a splinter, like a big stepping on a splinter that goes all the way through the foot. Mm-hmm. Where do they? What you first Whoa. heard? Oh man, I heard bone breaking. Okay, so can you tell me what bone breaking so would sound like so that I can know for the future? What bone breaking sounds like? Please. Sure. Ready? Ah! God damn it! Yeah, that okay. is different. Okay. I should know. And that. you won't be charged a dime for your treatment. Hear the first one again. The first one? Yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> now that we, we know. Oh, uh, yeah. Got it's a little more it. fibrous. Yeah. That's yeah. bone breaking. Versus. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard Both that my crack. ring fingers. Okay. Oh. All right. Now, are you ready for the next one? I am. Yeah. Okay. Please. Here we okay. go. Ready? <laughs> oh, that is a sort of like a night suit being crinkled on someone's head. No, that's an unfilled in fontanelle, the soft spot oh. of somebody's skull being pressed with <laughs> oh, a thumb. Oh, an adult that didn't have a soft spot. Yeah, go their, away. their soft spot never sealed up. Oh. This oh. test is going to be hard. <laughs> it's not going to be, you guys are going to be great. I don't know if we're going to do well. Come on, I'm you so guys nervous. could do great. I mean, I get it now, but right, you know, it'd be nice to have like a cheat sheet or something. Did I pass the quiz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly you, you're not doing the quiz. <laughs> Oh, that's because I pressed his phone. Oh, now. yeah, you touched his plane. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mary, for sharing yeah. that. I don't know if I ever heard that full story, just bits no, and pieces, because so many of my friends were living in the Dunes Inn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where I heard you were living there, but was like, Everybody's probably asking them. I'll just know they live there. Yeah, it's like when someone breaks up with their boyfriend. It's just like, oh, they're probably getting inundated from every side. <laughs> they're at the Dunes Inn for a while. Was okay. There, was there a perk? I did save a little bit of. Mo- I did save some money, and at yeah. the time, I was dating that guy long distance. So I think that helped me be able to visit him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that yeah, is yeah. Cool. See, silver linings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, awesome. Let's move on to Seth. Your story. Okay. Um, uh, what would you like to talk about? Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a just a, a creepy story that happened to me in in college that um, I'll just tell. Okay. Um, so it, I went to UC Santa Cruz, and um, this was after uh, finals. Cool. So it was it was uh, it was right after finals, um, and I lived in. Uh, UC Santa Cruz is in the middle of California, essentially, and I lived in Northern California, Bay Area. So I was going home for the holidays, and I decided to get a ride with this uh, friend of mine who I knew pretty well, but not super well, um, who also was from the same town as I was. So it was just going to work out that we c- he could give me a ride up. And um, he was a guy who was sort of like... Uh, um, kind of in our group of friends but wasn't always there and i knew him pretty well but didn't know him super well i mm-hmm. liked him but he was like kind of a weird dude his name was gideon he was a science major and he's like gideon. one of these you quiet gideon. yeah <laughs> quiet a quiet guy who was you know cool I, I, but again i just didn't know him super well mm-hmm. and somehow we started talking about just weird shit and and one of the things we talked about was at, at a certain point uh, santa cruz was it was the murder capital or serial killer murder capital of the world just because of population. You know how that, that statistic kind of yeah. floats around? Oh, yeah. Like, who knows if it's actually true? Or just like, based on the 
per capita population how many people are killed. Yeah. But there was like one or two serial killers over a five-year period or something that that verged on this county. So somehow it had a reputation for being the murder capital. So it had that. And then there was also just this, there's this lore about uh, Santa Cruz where people get stuck there. It's this hippie town. And um, people make a joke about there's a, there's a Native American curse on the place and people just kind of get bogged down. Because people, it's a, it's a beautiful place, but it's also like kind of foggy and by the beach and there's some mm-hmm. creepy elements and some people end up just kind of getting stuck there smoking weed or doing whatever the college town stuff but with a with a slight supernatural tint to it at least the the lore of like there's something wrong with this place there's something off because uc santa cruz has a school you know a, a, a up-to-date university and then there's like this gross old boardwalk with like a wooden roller coaster and this and that. And then farm work is a little bit of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's got a kind of a carny element because of this boardwalk. <laughs> the, the psychedelic stonery element because of where it is and uh, a, a smarter element because of the university and close to Silicon Valley and stuff like that. So somehow we just started talking about weird stuff when we were kind of trying like out weirding each other and it was i don't even remember what the first part of the conversation was was this weird thing happened or i knew this weird guy and telling party stories or something like that and when we're getting like closer to um to marin county where, where we're both from and uh and at a certain point and i think we were probably smoking weed um we must have been <laughs> at, at a certain point he's like <laughs> he's like do you want to do something weird? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. Cause I didn't have to be anywhere. All my plans were, was I like, going to meet my friends that I grew up with later? Uh-huh. And, um, and I, you know, like, I didn't have to be home or anything. And, uh, and I go, what, what? And he goes, I want it to be a surprise. And I was like, okay. And I didn't, I didn't think anything was weird at all. He <laughs> goes, been taking improv classes at this point. <laughs> no, 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 you're saying yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I said, uh, he said, he said, he said, I, I want you to meet someone. And I was like, okay, fine. And I was just at a period two where I was like, yeah, weird, the weirder the better. Why not? Uh-huh. It'd be a weird story. Um, and so we get to this, this town, Mill Valley, which is a very rich, uh, kind of bougie town in, in uh, Marin County, just across the Golden Gate Bridge. And, uh, and, and we're in, I can tell we're in a nice neighborhood. It's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so somehow, I, I, even though I wasn't paranoid i thought i'm gonna bring my my wallet and my i don't even know if i had a cell phone at this time might have been before that but i was like oh i'm gonna bring my wallet my keys just just so i have them Mm -hmm. um and so we go to this nice house and we knock on the door and uh and 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 i'm kind of like what's going on he's kind of smiling and this probably 70 year old very clean cut man answers the door who clearly just got home from work. It was like a Friday. He had a suit on minus the jacket and up at the top, he came, he was at the bottom of the stairs and I could hear him blasting the local like rock station, like classic rock station. And I was like, huh? And Gideon goes, Hey John, this is my friend Seth. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? He's like, and he British. Oh, Gideon. Oh, Hey, hello. How are you? Oh, great to see you. He gives him a hug. And, uh, he goes, do you mind if we come up for him? I was like, no, no, come along, come along. And we start walking up the stairs, and I see there's like it's a nice house. It's a very Mill Valley is a very expensive place to live, and there's pictures along the staircase of 
pieces of art, you know, like there's flowers and then there's like a statue and then there's another statue that's naked and then there's like a classic statue like fucking like a statue with a dick or something like that. And I was like, this is weird. And we get up to the the kitchen and he's he's just listening to the rock station and he's drinking a beer and Gideon's like, yeah, we just want to hang out. And we start just sort of talking with the guy and Gideon's plan was like, I want you to meet this weirdo, basically. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, oh, even before, anyway, he starts, he just starts talking, he goes, do you guys want some, you guys want some pot? He's like, yeah, sure. And he brings out this box of wheat, just tons of wheat. He's like, help yourself. Like, you know, and we're at college, we're like, oh, fuck yeah. We start rolling joints and just, oh, this is great. This is what an adult is like. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and, and there was a little bit of, a, of like a head nod kind of a vibe from Gideon of like, isn't this cool? Isn't this weird? <laughs> and, and just what I picked up on is like Gideon had been coming to hang out with this guy for a while. Like him and his friends would just hang out with this rich old dude who would let him drink beer and smoke his weed and do it. But then, and I'm drinking, and because it's free and I'm stupid, I'm like, I'm pounding beers. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to a party after this. And I'm pounding <laughs> and you'll be beers. Ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, finals week, or whatever, I'm exhausted too. So I haven't been sleeping enough. Probably wasn't drinking enough water that day, et cetera. And, um, and it just starts getting weirder and fucking weirder. And at and, and a certain point, he's like, uh, he had like these pictures just like, uh, like on the refrigerator, essentially, but around the house of like young couples. Good-looking couples, and and there was like one couple of like a naked girl being like, like uh, you like my tits, John, or something like that. Or he's like, oh yeah, I met them. There's 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 a German couple. They stayed here for a little while. They're traveling through. They were great. Ah, oh, what a fun! Isn't she a little whore? Ha ha ha! Laughing. <laughs> he starts telling stories about smuggling uh, uh, rubies and jewels. He's like, yeah, the the way you do it, you know, you come through the, uh, the and you make sure that the. Um, yeah, a person has a cold, and so they would put rubies and, and, and stuff in a, in a handkerchief and blow their nose, and so it's in the mucus, and nobody wants to touch that. Uh, Just that he weird. knew. Yeah. yeah, he knew about this stuff, and I was like, "So how? You know, do you have kids, John, or something?" Oh no, no, no. And I said, "So, so what do you do?" And he, I, I would a- try to find out about him. I'm like, "What do you do?" And he would kind of joke, like, "Oh no, 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 I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that." <laughs> And I think he was probably just some normal executive. I don't think he necessarily did. <laughs> it's not. He probably <laughs> was worked for Chevron or something. Um, but um, he uh, he. Oh, and then he 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 brought out a opium poppy, and he goes, "Oh, I was growing these," and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "This was hard to get back here," and I was just piecing together this guy travel, and he does. But it was weird. And the night's going on and on, and we're there. We probably weren't even there that long, but I just kept drinking and smoking. And, um, and at a certain point, I like, I'm like, I'm pretty fucked up. So I'm like, I'm gonna go to the uh, over by the window here. And it's start- oh, at this point, it's like it, we started. It was kind of sunset, and now it's dark. And I and I kind of get up, and um, and I'm like, I'm gonna get some fresh air. So I kind of walk to where the window is. And as soon as I start walking, I like get a head rush. I'm like, oh, I'm not only am I fucked up, I'm the most fucked up I've ever been. Like, this is crazy. And then I start getting scared. I'm like, God, I don't know where I am. I don't know this guy. I don't know Gideon that well. And like the voices get a little farther away just because they are. And also because I have a head rush and it starts to feel like it starts to feel like they're kind of whispering. Yeah. And I'm like, you're freaking out. Just relax. (laughs) So I open the window and I'm like, take fresh air. And I'm. Like this, you know, and then, um, and then it went within seconds from 
uh, just relax too. They're going to rape me. They're, <laughs> they're kidnapping me. This is fucked up. I'm going to die. I'm going to, and, and, um, and I was like, okay, I'm really fucked up. And I, I started to not be able to see and what was happening. I didn't realize I was fainting. Right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that, but I was like, okay, this is fucked up. And I can just kind of hear their voices and I'm like, all right, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to, I know where the door is and I'm going to walk to the door and say, I got to get something out of the car. So I'm going to leave. And I like turn around and I kind of start to walk and I hear Seth, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. He goes, you looks like you've. Ed Gideon says, you look like you've seen a ghost. And uh, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm okay. And then I just lean against the wall and I was like, uh, yeah, dark. Uh-huh. And I just I could feel myself sliding down the uh-huh. wall and I'm conscious enough to be like, oh fuck, I'm incapacitated. Like this <laughs> is bad. And I and then I kind of I must have been out for just a few seconds, but I. Woke up to like, are you, hey, Seth, Seth, are you okay? And the guy, John, being like, is he all right? Is he all right? And, and he, John says, let's get him on the bed. Let's get him on the bed and, and relax. And I go, no, no. <laughs> and I kind of like mm, stumble towards the door. And, and then I'm like, I, I, I'm good. I, I just, I just want to go home. And so they help me. They're having to help me downstairs. And um, you could tell immediately that John was like, I don't want this fucking kid in my house. I don't yeah, want yeah. Kid passing out of my house, which I don't know if at the time I realized it or in retrospect where I was like, Oh good. He does, doesn't, you <laughs> he know, he's not like mind. trying to get me. Yeah. And, but as soon as I got outside, I got this big, fresh of breath, a uh, big breath of fresh air and kind of snapped to. And I was like, okay, I'm fine. Like I knew I was okay. And I, I realized later that I was dehydrated and I stood up too fast and all this stuff, but I was so fucking scared <laughs> And we, you know, I was like sweating and get back and, and getting like, all right, sorry, Jonathan. He's like, uh-huh. and he, like clearly like, let's be cool out here in this rich neighborhood. And we get in the car and go and he took me to my friend's house. And I was just like in that weird bind of like, I still kind of think you're a creep. And there's a part of me that thinks you tried to kill me, but I also don't want to let you know that. And I'm also embarrassed about what just happened. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of this thing that we just, I, I saw him after that, but it was kind of this thing that we just didn't really talk about. Yeah. But it was one of those sort of like moments in my life where I was like, Oh, you got to be careful about what, what you think like this whole, like I'm an edgy person. I want to be exposed to weird stuff. And yeah, I wish I could say this last time I did something like that, but but, you know, it was just this ultimately harmless thing, but felt like a very much a close call at the time, but there was nothing ever. Oh, he did. He did tell me, um, Oh, I forgot this part of it. After, as we're driving home, I was kind of coming, coming more to him. I was like, how do you know that guy? And he kind of told me like, oh yeah, we've known him since like we were 19. My friend met him and we just go there and hang out. It was just this weird time. And I think I even said like, I was scared that you were going to do something to me or something. I was, I was, I was scared to <laughs> somehow it got confessional Yeah, and, and he wasn't upset. Gideon wasn't that upset with me. Like he's, he could sort of understand that, that take i guess which yeah. sort of made sense because nope didn't know him that well but <laughs> yeah it was just a every story. time i've been with someone who's much like that is very very wealthy like at their house i felt a weird uncomfortableness mm-hmm. like there's something <laughs> about being at like when you know like i'm in a millionaire's house yeah there's something where like i don't know if it's like in your head that you're like they have so much more power than me <laughs> well everything was different like the wealth the background every there was nothing that was like you could familiar with. to me yeah yeah you know? that's interesting yeah. i feel like it's a big red flag like probably not to you at the time but when i think back of when i partied with older people when i was in college or like the yeah. people that would like facilitate that yeah looking back I'd be like what are what were they doing yeah, yeah, what were they getting out of it? Yeah, yeah, like that's already a red flag. Yeah, yeah. 
young listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting. Young people are so boring when you look back. Mm-hmm. To be an older person and be like, I want to hang out with them. Yeah. It's like, oh, they have they have nothing to offer you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Except for a willingness to... Yeah, yeah. Like, like a naivete. Yeah. Like pound all the beers, basically. Yeah. Sometimes that's all people want. Yeah. Just, well, it's also weird that to be that old that you want, you crave, that's what you crave is like that, that part of youth of like, um, you guys just want to party and you want to, I mean, he might yeah. have asked us about school or I don't know what, but I, I don't know what he got out of it. Yeah. I'm sure he was a perv of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> like he probably, he probably under circum- different circumstances. If we were like, John, you want to watch us take a bath? He'd be like, Oh sure. <laughs> Give us a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> that guy's so cool. He gave us a hundred dollars. <laughs> and we got a bath. I'm talking real shit. Improv. Seth, we've been kidnapped. I don't think. Stop worrying. If stop feeling embarrassed because you farted in front of the kidnapper. I don't know, but what if we get out and he says he like reports to the cops or something? <laughs> Cares. We gotta get out of here. He was eyeing our skin. Oh God! It was too. I just stood up too fast. That's what it was. <laughs> I don't care. You know what it was? I stood up too fast, and I thought I was gonna sneeze, and I just was like, I didn't want it. Like when I sneeze, I sneeze like seven times in a row. I'm like a seven time sneezer. Shut up in there! Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Or I take away your water in there. That was with my mouth, by the way. That wasn't my butt. No, shut what was it? Your that, that, you know what? I don't need a back and forth. I don't need a back and forth, okay? We're talking to your parents. We're getting a ransom. Okay, okay. So we don't, I don't, in the meantime, you keep your mouth shut. We do not tell anybody. You're going to talk to our parents? Don't tell my mom I farted. (laughs) What? That was my mouth. Are you still there? Are you still there? I'll pay anything. I'll pay anything. Oh my God. He's got her mom on the We're going to need $5 million. I'll find a way, okay? I'll find a way for my beautiful little son. Okay. So. You need to get the money in cash. Okay. Uh, and Can I ask no, how they're doing? What's that? Can you tell me how they're doing? They're being... I think they're a little edge. Well, they're, they're healthy. They're fine. How can Don't you Don't worry about them. I think one of them does have... <laughs> what was that sound? An upset... I think it... One, I, one of the boys has an upset stomach and he's been a little gassy. He's been what? Which has only made matters worse for the he's other. He's been what? Is... A little gassy. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. You know what? It's Seth. Seth is the gassy. No, I knew. I knew. Oh, God, this isn't going to win me Mother of the Year, but... You know he is always farting at my den. Is that... Is that right? He's well, farting he's at still my still five million? Did we agree on five million? Well, if you're going to return him gassy, can we get it down to three? Are you kidding me? <laughs> One second. <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> what? You are you still fart? Seth, I don't know. I need you to get on the phone with your mom and tell her that oh, you're you not fed farting. Us popcorn. <laughs> I can't help it. We're. I thought you guys like popcorn. We do. But we love it. Makes, it's very, makes me very gassy. Popcorn makes you gassy. It's I thought on an po- empty stomach. Well, you need to reassure your mom. You need to make things up with your mom because she's now gone down to three million to oh. pay for you instead of five. Is this five. about the den? <laughs> the den? Yes, it's about the den. Uh, what happened in the den? He happening? made it so full of farts that I couldn't even have my young Republican meeting there. And yes, we consider ourselves young Republicans. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I feel like if we 
above 45, you're still a young Republican. Thank you. You messed up a young Republican meeting? Is that what I heard? I wasn't on purpose. What is happening? <laughs> you shut up! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Was that Jacob? That was Jacob. Jacob, I want. Jacob, I will pay full price for. <laughs> I didn't know they were brothers. I thought that was a totally different guy. Oh no, they're not brothers, but I just love him. He always comes over and says, "You should be a young Republican forever." Honestly, that sounds like Jacob. He's charmed the pants off me. <laughs> He's charmed the pants off you too. You think he was just charming me? I thought we had a genuine thing. Oh no, he was. No, he wasn't. He didn't charm me that much. I think you probably have a real connection. A with real him. connection with him? I think so. Well, good. Seth. <laughs> oh, get him out of here! You know I'm what? Sorry. I'll pay five million for Jacob, but nothing for Seth. You could keep him and try to figure out his GI. I don't want to keep him. <laughs> He's already farting up my mudroom. That's too much information for you. Hey, are you Canadian by chance? <laughs> Cut to after <laughs> this has been solved, and it's just Seth and Josh. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I don't know, I got anywhere to go. Uh, welcome to the United States. Do you have anything to declare? I do not. Okay. Um, I just need to ask if you've had any exposure to agriculture, only fruits or vegetables. Exposure to agriculture. Um, you know, if you visited a farm or anything like that. Um, no, I did not visit a farm. Okay. Uh, and this is a standard question. Do you have any uh, rubies, other jewels hidden in snot? Excuse me? Any rubies or other jewels hidden in mucus of any sort? That's my business. Uh, actually, I'm a customs agent, so it's actually my business, too. Well, here's what I'll say. I've got them, but good luck fishing them out. Okay, well, it sounds... I'm going to have to ask you to go into this other other room. Are you going to fish him out? Not me personally. We have a we have a female. Oh, you're going to make a woman do it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make the woman do it. Well, it's not how it works. It's just it's it wouldn't be it's, You're going to help you're going to make a lady do your your dirty business? We cut to the back room of the customs. Are you kidding me? Darlene, I need you I need Is this you. It's not from her fucking pussy because otherwise <laughs> why would a, is that a thing <laughs> no well quim but oh <laughs> that's what we that's call what pu- that's pussy pus- vaginal lubricate the natural occurring vaginal vaginal nu- lubrication is called uh-huh. quim don't i'm not here to educate you on this i'm saying okay. you are perfectly capable of looking through a snotty kerchief as i am and i am sick of being treated this way where you are constantly bringing me gross wi- women darlene th- can i ask something what's that are you getting paid as much as him? I don't know. Why don't we... I shouldn't have brought her in here to ask you to do this. That's my. That's on me. Let's end the count of three, just for the hell of Everyone it. Everyone on the say count of three, much, say how much how, they're what getting their paid. Yearly salary. Our yearly salary. Yes. As a as before a or after taxes. Before. Before. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. One, One two, three. Thousand. Who's he? <laughs> huh? I thought we were all shouting our salaries. Yeah, but who? Are... And see you in there. Oh, sorry. I'm here to supervise. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Well, I said Darlene, grand. did you have the option to become supervisor and were you passed up? Well, come to think of it. Who started working first, Darlene? Well, you or Greg? I think we're getting off track. This lady has the crown jewels in her quim or whatever you call it. <laughs> I, I'm, so we're ca- are we calling it quim? That if well, it was indeed vaginal lubrication and not mucus from your face, then yeah, that would be Quim. But I don't think it is Quim, or he'd be all over it. Ooh. No, oh, what? 
Oh yeah, that yeah, you're making got... some cultural assumptions about me because I'm a, a heterosexual male that I just can't get enough of the quim. I don't think it's a cultural assumption. I've seen I've seen how you flirt at the customs desk. I've seen you. I've seen you. We cut to flirting at the customs desk. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hello. So Barbados, huh? Yeah. Mm. Business and pleasure. Ah. You pick up a lot of quim down there. <laughs> See, I, feel, I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's offensive at all. I don't know. In you that just story, went out there and in that, that story. You used the word quim, and you just learned what quim was. You ran out yeah. there to do that. Yeah, you ran out. I to was do excited. That. It's like learning a new, you know, a new fact or something. Yeah, that, the word of the day in the word of the day. Do you calendar. have rubies in your snot? <laughs> I think you're you're playing a, a game of distractions here. I don't think I am. You know what I will say? Did how much time did you get off, uh, Darlene? Did you ever have a baby? Yeah, I had a baby. And how much time did you get off? What do you mean get off? <laughs> I had it last. I had Where it last. is your mind, Darlene? What, no, I didn't mean like that. He's Where's like, your mind? I was saying I had a baby creep, last week, creep, and I <laughs> door slam. <laughs> Go get her. Get her back like she likes me. Is that what you mean? No. <laughs> sure. Oh, I thought you meant like a romantic airport scene where we're like, oh, but for 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 crime. the jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> 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 Okay. All right. I have a one week old at home. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> he caught me. That's right. You're going to stand right here across from this fan. I'm going to put a little bowl of pepper right in front of the fan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And now we're going to find out oh my what's going on. Here we go. The fan's going everywhere. <laughs> Queef. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a scepter. Okay. Uh, You know, as we decided, we wanted to be the serial capital, serial killer capital of the world. Here, here. But none of us were up to doing it. So we all figured if we all... Pitched in. Pitched in. And we all killed one person. Yeah, but, but we have to agree that we are we can't all be different serial killers. We have to have no, the same MO, MO so that people think it's the same serial yeah. killer. That's well, very important to the definition of serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Is that it's one. I yeah. agree. And I'm saying I think a good bludgeon would do it. Sure, sure, but but we've got, we've got to talk victims. Now, I stand behind that. I think it really makes us stand out if we have victims that are unusual. If we have uh, um, Latino accountants between the age of thirty-five and forty-six, I think that'll really um, highlight the Latino accountants in our population. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting enough attention. Mm-hmm. I don't even know a Latino accountant, <laughs> and that's on you. Is there yeah. one in Milwaukee? There must be some. Oh, oh there's got to be. There's enough for us sure. to kill, so there's at least to be serial like four. Four. Yeah, I mean, and and I I put some thought into this. There's a Latino accountant convention coming to town. So oh, I that think was we really, smart. Thank you. Can I say that I in think Milwaukee. you're working harder than the rest of us on this project? I, well, I didn't want to say it myself, but I thank you, ma'am. But here's the other thing: it has to be within the county lines because if we dump the bodies, then that's another jurisdiction, and that mm. then we yeah, they lose that designation. Yeah. Okay. Can I say? If, can I say one thing? If there's a convention in town. And the murder happens to those people that are there during that convention. They might not give Milwaukee credit for 
Mm. The serial killer. No, because that's where the crime took. No, but you think yeah. they, they reverts to their I think city of that's origin? That's an anomaly where four people died from the same convention. Where now uh, you think it's, it's not, not technically serial? It's going to be four business? people killed at. A, 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 it's like school testing. It's just about the numbers. They don't care about the the whole accuracy of it. If the, if it took the murders took place within the county yes. in a given year, then we get yeah. that number. Josh, you're shooting down a lot of ideas. Uh, yeah, and I don't think we're going to find enough people who beat you in a foot race <laughs> to murder. Because well, you're very you fast. That. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Yeah. Um, there have been a few. Uh, I know. Okay, but I don't and know I think you're trying enough. to get two birds with one stone. I think you want to be the fastest guy in Milwaukee. Well, I'm saying let's start up top. Let's go to Jamaica and get Hussein Bolt. No, let's get that okay. guy. Come on, let's I get him. Know. Can we kill him? Imagine you're talking about Latino accountants. I'm talking about Olympic sprinters. One, yeah, <laughs> that's a very specific designation. I think mine are easier. Yeah, yeah. even if we got all of yours, Besides, it doesn't raise just you in the ranks. Because one time you and Usain Bolt were <laughs> racing for an ice cream cone and he beat you doesn't mean we. We should kill him. Yeah. I think it means we should. You should do the size of that ice cream. Well, we would have to wait till he came to Milwaukee to do it. Well, this brings up a good point. I think, I think, and, and I, again, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be the star of this, but some of us are making this personal. Like, uh, Marcus, you wanted to have the, the, the MOB that um, all of the victims were ex-wives or girlfriends that you had dated. And I, I just think that's... What? Too specific. I think, I think it's, it's too risky. specific, and I think it's also I like, right to you. I like Cheryl. Oh, <laughs> Cheryl's a dog. Oh, I like Cheryl. You messed that one uh, up, pal. Yeah, no, that one no. was on you. No, no, <laughs> no, no. She never let me pick out appetizers. It's because oh. you got obsessed with your microbrew thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, and I think the key there is appetizers. You're always getting appetizers. When she was trying this, to balance the budget. When did this meeting become about picking <laughs> apart my love of apps and microbrews? And also, if we go after your killers, if your exes, then you're going to become the killer, and then we'll we will get you are any the, you are now the credit. glory hound, right? Where if we go after sprinters, one totally impressive that we caught and killed sprinters. I don't think you could catch him. Two, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Ha- wouldn't have to. Look, we just have to lure him and then kill him. Besides, you'd have to kill a bunch of Usain Bolts to make it a serial. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a murder. Yeah. All we, here's what we do. I've already planned this out. I can't believe you, I can't you believe guys you didn't look at my email. I can't any of this. Oh, no, I'm reading none of your sign, emails. I, put, I made these signs. It says, race, 2 p.m. Usain uh, Bolt doesn't just show up to races. If you, you think said, he's a braggart If like someone that? challenged him, they would. If someone challenged him. You could do whatever, but you basically get everyone to show up to Milwaukee for a foot race down Brady So there's going to be a sign that says race 2 <laughs> p.m., and somehow everywhere. he's going to know that at, at, at some specific spot in Milwaukee. Don't be closed-minded. I'm going to Snapchat about it. Oh, you are not that big of an influencer. I am. You do not have that many followers. <laughs> What's up, Snapchat? No, don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Please don't. Do Me not. and my friends, again, oh. are getting to the argument about who's the biggest influencer. Leave your comment in the likes. I think that's how that goes. We're okay. all we're tabling that. All right, fine. Mary. Well, I'm mostly upset that we all got caught on camera together. <laughs> you guys what? seem to not be as upset about that. And like on I, his camera, nobody's watching that snap. Okay, fine. And it will disappear in a day. Yeah. I specifically wanted to kill women who have said I have a bad haircut. And there have been a lot before you ask. That, I will I say that could create a, a harder to trace pattern, which could be good for us because it'll take the police a lot longer. Well, you know, this could stretch out into years. Yeah. People who are 
said it and were wrong or people who said it and were right? Well, let's be honest. Well, She's got a weird haircut, yeah. so we're going to find a lot <laughs> Oh, of you want to be on the list? <laughs> I'm not a woman. I don't qualify. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we can insult your haircut right to you your face. You guys think it's bad? <laughs> well, it's not even. Well, I wouldn't say the, the coloring point. is... One of them's... One side like is... the Three Stooges. <laughs> like all, all of together, them. yeah. <laughs> Depending on the angle. <laughs> even Shep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> If I'm being honest and a woman doesn't love to brag like this, I went in and asked for that. You did? Yes. This isn't a bad haircut. This is a haircut done well. All right. Well, according to your plan, we might as well bomb the city of Milwaukee because everybody's commented on your haircut. I thought people would like it and think it was kitsch. This haircut doesn't make me a hipster. I I can't pretend to know. I'm from the Northeast. (laughs) Gross. Oh. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. We got to get back on track. This is not a bad avenue. Thank people that you. don't like your haircut is we could do this. We could get a list of specific people, kill them, even have an MO, right? Like a calling card, mm. something like that, mm-hmm. um, to what do it. Thinking? Well, it is the Midwest, right? Like pop? That's not bad. That's mm. not bad. Um, uh, we leave a RC cola next to. That's a good idea. Oh, that is fun! A little throwback. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Uh, poutine. Ooh. No, no. How long have you lived here? <laughs> Two and a half years. <laughs> the walls so fall down. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! JJ Abrams, <laughs> bring in the cats. Payback's <laughs> <laughs> hey, a bitch, sir. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank yeah. you. Uh, well, thank what you. a pleasure. Yeah. Honestly. Um, yeah, so we'll go around and plug stuff. Um, Seth, you have the Seth Morris Radio Project, right? I don't the know if that's Seth Morris one. Radio Project is on Stitcher and Howl, stitcherpremium.com and Howl. Yeah. Um, and if you... Can you still... Go ahead. Yeah, you, I think you can still listen to the first episode for free. You go to stitcherpremium.com and enter Seth as the promo code, and you can hear the first episode for free. Yeah, I think it's a... I listened to it. Thank it's you. like a, it's a, it's a, for the listener, I, I'm kind of excited about this, that, like, growth of podcasts or whatever. It's like a very highly produced yeah. parody of radio, basically. Yeah. But I mean, growing up on comedy albums and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that's a cool... We're going for a kind of a comedy album. Yeah. Like, uh, so check that out. The Seth Morris Radio Project. Uh, um, highly recommended. Um... And also Bob Duca. Just look, I don't know what I don't know what Bob Duca is, uh, is out there or to consume, but that's one of my favorite characters. Uh, Mary, um, you can see me on Winslow. It used to be Franklin at nine thirty on Fridays. Cool, it's a good show with soundtrack, right? Yes, yeah. always paired with soundtrack. Fuck Mary, kill. Uh, very cool, Jake. Uh, we're gross with Gilly uh, the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin. Excellent. That is also another wonderful show. Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. You can check out all my stuff there. Um, yeah, if you want to like the, the Meet Improv on Facebook, we are on there. And also the Meet Improv on Twitter. Um, like I said, we're going on that tour. So check out boardwalkaudio.com slash meet tour. Meet, meet train. train. That's what it is. Meet train. Good Lord. Uh, check if we're coming to a city tour near you. And we'd love to, uh, I don't know, uh, perform. We'll, uh, I don't know. We basically want to just go across the country and meet people who are listening and uh, yeah, have some fun. Yeah, tell us your stories. Yeah, and also we are going to be on a train for... <laughs> 
like four Jeez. days <laughs> together. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're looking for stories, anything, basically. So that's it. Uh, thank you to State Bird for doing our music. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat. The Meat. Improv. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.